0: Welcome to Audacity Presents. Let's get the show started. We've got a good one today. Happy Monday, happy Monday. Can you believe we are in the month of September already? And today is Labor Day. So this is what I found about Labor Day. In 1894, the first Monday of every September was recognized as a federal holiday. This is a day to recognize the contributions and achievements of American workers. So enjoy your day away from labor. So let's jump right in. You guys know I love a song with a good beat, and my replay today does not disappoint. So I have been listening to Hold On Me by Travis Green, featuring Kirk Franklin and John P. Key. Now, when you go to listen to this song, please go to YouTube and pull up the video. I need you to look at the setting of the video and tell me, did they cross the line? I know it's a gospel song and we've got Travis Green and Kirk Franklin and John P. Key, but look at the setting of the video. I I, I don't know. I, I've been replaying it, trying to figure out the purpose of the setting. Uh, I get it, but does it really go with the song? Are they really riding the line between secular and gospel? I don't know. That's just my opinion. You guys, uh, leave me a comment on social media and let me know what you think when you go and watch the video. But here's the words to the song. If I could have your attention, don't mean to waste your time, I'd like to tell a little story how I was lost and couldn't find my way. But then I met Jesus and something started to change. I ain't proud of the past. I'm proud of the fact that I'm not who I was now. I am different now. Every part of me has been touched by freedom. Oh, Jesus, you got a hold on me. I fell, but somehow you refuse to leave. Now all my wrong forgiven. Oh Jesus, you got a hold on me. Check the video out. It's a great beat and the words to the song are powerful. But check the setting of the video out for me. So look, when Jesus gets a hold of you, all bets are off. I'm just going to say that all bets are off when you allow Jesus to get a hold of you. Things change. Things that we used to do, we don't do anymore. And this is the good part. You start to change and you don't even realize it. You become so focused on Christ and pleasing him. Your old habits, they just fade away. Can I get an amen on that? Some of y'all Christians on listening to the podcast know some things that have faded away. Amen. When Jesus gets a hold of you and you see what he's done, then you start to truly believe. Because if he can change you, move you away from your past, there has got to be something to this Jesus thing, okay? You believe. Look, it's like the chair story. Once you sit in a chair and that chair is able to hold you, Every time you go to sit in a chair, you sit down believing that chair will hold you. You never question that belief. You never think about it. You walk up to the chair and you sit down and then you walk away with the satisfaction that the chair held you. You really don't give it a second thought. So why can't we do that with God? We go to God with belief, but I think we walk away sometimes with unbelief. Now, why do I say that? I say that because many times we take it to the altar. We hand the situation over to God, but then we walk away and the next minute we are on the phone talking to somebody about that situation, continuing to worry about it, continuing to ask people to pray about it. So we took it to God, but did we walk away unbelieving that he would take care of it? And that's what I want to talk about today. The audacity to believe. Are you willing to take a bold risk and believe that God will handle it? So I'm in Mark 9, 24. And this is the verse. Immediately, the boy's father cried out and said, I do believe. Help my unbelief. So let's talk about how we got to this verse. In Mark chapter 9, Jesus has just taken Peter, James, and John up to the Mount of Transfiguration. As they come down the mountain and return to the other disciples, they saw a large crowd around them arguing. Jesus asked, What are you arguing about? And one person spoke up and told Jesus about his son that had an unclean spirit. He had seizures foamed at the mouth, and grinded his teeth. The man had asked the disciples if they would cast the demon out, but they couldn't do it. So here in verse 19, Jesus says, Oh, unbelieving generation, bring me the boy. So the unclean spirit recognizes Jesus and starts to have convulsions through the boy. The man shares that his son has been dealing with this since childhood. Now stay with me. The boy's father pleads with Jesus and says, if you can do anything, take pity on him and help me. Do you see that? This man says to Jesus, if you can. Y'all, so many times we go to the altar with our situation and we say, Jesus, if you can. We fall on our knees in prayer with an if you can. And, and this is what Jesus says. And this is the second time he uses the word believe. Jesus says, all things are possible for the one who believes. It's like Jesus is saying, look, don't come to me with that if you can. I can do all things if you believe. I, I hope y'all caught that. Jesus is saying, it's not that I can't, but do you believe I can? Are you praying and if you can prayer or are you believing all things are possible through Christ Jesus? Okay, let's go on. This is what the boy's father says. He says, I do believe, help my unbelief. How transparent is this? The father is saying to Jesus, the one who can, he's saying, look, Jesus, I do believe, but where I am weak, will you help my unbelief? I love it. Why didn't the man just stop at, I believe? Mm, Because that would have been a lie because he had just dealt with the disciples and the disciples weren't able to cast out the demons. So he's telling Jesus, I do believe, but where I doubt, will you help my unbelief? That's why I said we walk to the altar believing, but sometimes we walk away unbelieving, not really sure that Jesus can. I think the boy's father was struggling because of the attempts made by the other disciples, and this had maybe weakened his faith to believe that his son could be healed. Listen, when we are in a situation, we go to the pastor, and the prayer warriors to pray for us. And that's well and good. But the question is, do you believe? Are you asking God to help your unbelief? Because we all fall short. Let me give you this example, and I'm going to leave it alone. You go to the altar believing God can, but no sooner than you make it home, you're on the phone asking Sister Jones to pray for you. If you're believing God can, then let God do it. Don't get me wrong. Sister John, Sister Jones, Sister Johnson, they all are prayer warriors and they believe and know that God can. They have been on the battlefield for a long time. But the question is, do you believe? Okay, I'm done. Let, let's end this story. Then Jesus told the unclean spirit to come out. The disciples then asked, Why couldn't we cast out those demons? And Jesus answered, this kind cannot come by anything except prayer. The disciples thought they had the power and they did. But that power came from God, not them. They still needed to acknowledge through prayer the power of God, the audacity to believe. So this is my merry moment. Lord, I do believe, but help me in my unbelief. Y'all have a good week and remember that Christ died for you, was resurrected for you, is returning for you, all because he loves you. Now all you have to do is confess, believe, and trust in him. Y'all have a good week. I hope you guys enjoyed the show. And remember, don't forget to like us on social media. Is it like and subscribe? Subscribe and like. Anyway, check us out on social media. See you next week.